hosting for Two Blokes Talking Tech. Proudly provided by Web Central. Now, it's time for Two Blokes Talking Tech. There is a lot going on in technology, as always. For the latest news and information about technology. It's fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The speeds on this thing are amazing. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Very nice, snappy performance. It's a good phone. Yeah, there's a few pros and cons with this. With Trevor Long from your tech. Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is... And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Stephen and Trevor are always providing the best advice. Lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. And this is Two Blokes Talking Tech, episode 238.3, live from CES with Stephen Fennick. Joining me in the Tech Guide studio. No! I'm just trying to help you out. I'm just trying to help you out. Turn my mic on, please, Trevor. <laughs> The tech guy, yes, it is the tech guy studio. Let's call it the tech guy studio we, for the day. I'm okay with turns? that. Have you got any logos you want to put I, I, up? I don't think there's enough room for my logo. You've got Mate, 15 of your I've own. I've got a whole back wall for you. You yeah. can't see it from the floor, All but right. you can have it. Okay. Anyway, yeah. we are here at CES on the second official day of the show being open, but like the 500th day <laughs> that we've been here. Uh, and we are here to tell you what we found on the show floor here on Two Blokes Talking Tech. And we do it all thanks to the good people at Netgear and their Arlo range of smart home security cameras. We'll tell you about them shortly. But, Stephen, uh, I think we both had time today to get into Sony's booth. I had a, had a quick little kind of run through some of the audio products there. Um, I, I'm not saying I'm avoiding the TV stuff, but I'm pretty yeah. comfortable that TVs haven't evolved past what we had last year, a little bit of HDR. Like, it's, it's an incremental yeah. thing. I was really interested in their sound products because they seem to be investing a bit in trying to get a... Um, trying to get a range of sound products from basically entry level all the way up and um and the way i see it they've got three different sound products even even sound verticals the yep. the extra bass uh is one sony brand so sony extra bass and you'll find little bluetooth speakers you'll find over ear headphones but i've got to tell you the product of the sony booth for me just just for fun sake let alone anything else is their extra bass speaker i think it's the number seven that's got a special code but it's five hundred forty-nine dollars, mate. It is a Bluetooth speaker that is fifty centimeters tall at least. It is <laughs> it's enormous. <laughs> it's it's but you know, but it's got it's got two tweeters and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's a huge sound, huge speaker. Five forty-nine. You think about what a Logitech UE Boom Mega Boom costs three forty-nine. It's this big. Like it's impressive to look a at. Lot has of bang for your has buck. some uh, strobe lights on it. Like really uh, cool if you, if you if you are a party person, which I'm clearly absolutely. not. Like a great little thing well, and remember, uh, like, solid base. Sony is the company that brought us the Walkman all those years ago. And so they got a very solid. We said audio this yesterday, heritage. didn't we? They got to yeah. kind of go back to that. Yeah. And so they've got that the extra base range, which has still got Bluetooth speakers in the hundred hundred and sixty dollars, right up. And then there's the here. Range. So there's here go, which is a Bluetooth speaker. There's here on, which is over ear, and here in, which is in ear headphones. But the here on headphones, they've now got Bluetooth, uh, high resolution audio, uh, and noise cancelling in one product. So and they're four, like four ninety nine. Yeah. So that's absolute yeah, top you know end what? of the market in stuff. audio. You pay, you get what you pay for. I think if you if you're buying a, a hundred fifty dollar pair of headphones, they're going to sound like a hundred and fifty dollar pair of headphones. Yeah. So I think Sony, uh, uh, pulling the right string. I think in that in that uh, in that regard, going to playing to that strength of audio because they've been doing it for such a long time. And the third uh, kind of series of, of speakers they've got are their multi room range, which they've yeah. got a beautiful big sound bar. Yeah, only nine ninety nine for yeah. for a Sony 
Soundbar. I reckon it's bloody good value. Yeah. I mean, a Sonos is about that, isn't it? Their soundbar? Something, yeah, I think it so, is. Yeah, nine, oh, triple you know, nine, a Sony soundbar. And then what you can do is you can have Sony multi-room speakers or the here go range, right? Mm. And you can have them, you can put two here goes at the back of your room. Like the kids might have one each. You're all watching a movie. Hey, kids, bring your, bring speakers, your speakers down. Yeah. And you go in the app and you say front, back, left, back, right, and you've got surround sound. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Um, I thought that was really cool. The pricing isn't... Uh, I don't think it's ridiculous. I think it's just, you know, high-end. And then they've gone yeah, for this they're, colour they're in the same ballpark, though, as other companies. Yeah, yeah, I know, but people that are looking at Bluetooth speakers are spending a lot less than, yeah. than your Sonos and your, and your Bose, right? So mm. I think that's... The, the, there's, I think there's a market for a Bose, a Sonos, or a Sony to actually find a slightly more competitive price product mm. that actually could smash a few little guys out of the ballpark. But that's where the extra base range comes in. It is, is okay. it a bit cheaper. Um, but, yep. you know, overall impressive, good sound, uh, great fit and finish and all that kind of stuff you expect with Sony. And the colour range that we saw at IFA with yeah. uh, with Sony's uh, here range is good. And there's no, they said to me, there's no specific colours. no blue, red and yellow. There's in-betweens. So there's an in-between red there's an in-between blue and there's an in-between yellow. It's, it's just, a, it's just very, their way of Very it. trendy. I thought it was quite good. Very trendy. Well, I, uh, I gravitated naturally towards the 4K TVs, but what I did notice before I actually got to the TVs, at the very front of the booth, when you walk in from the main part of the central hall, they had cameras there. So, oh, so the first thing you see, are the, they yeah. had a stand with the cameras and all Nothing. the lenses, so they're... I think that again, we, we mentioned yesterday the fact that they really yeah. made some progress in the camera space. That was a significant. Did you go into the dark room? No, I didn't. So the you, you might know the name better than me, but the Sony Alpha Seven to Seven R Two or mm. something like that. Someone will be listening, going, "You idiot!" But anyway, <laughs> unbelievable ISO range. So they've got this dark room, and in the back of the dark room are some like trees and stuff that they've put in there, and like a pretend little animal. And it's dark. Like with a human eye, you can just make out this stuff yeah. there. You pull up this camera and you put the you know press half focus, and the, it picks the ISO. It goes sixty four thousand ISO, yeah. and it's it's like daylight. They had that last year, mate. This it's impressive. Is no, it is spectacular. Impressive. Stuff. I've seen that before. Now it's really that nice. thing's only just. It's not even available in Australia. They can't, you can't buy them. They don't have them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So the four K TVs. They and and look, I'm a big fan of Sony's four K TVs and Great any screen. any of their four K products. They're, they've they've been doing this a long time. They've got their their four K HDR worked out, triluminous screens. Uh, I, I'm very impressed with the the thin designs again this year. They seem to Sony's products in design wise that like one year to the next they're vastly different. You know some companies that you can see True, the yeah. evolution. They're vastly different in design. But in terms of their quality, geez, they were running some amazing... It's obviously coming off a hard drive, but boy, look, the blacks looked incredible, great colours. But what I, what I quite enjoyed was walking through and looking at their, their prototype technology that they mentioned at the press conference, that backlight master drive. Yeah. Now, that, that, the backlighting boosting technology, now, you think of what they're trying to do. They've got this high-intensity direct LED lights, so... They've got these bright lights, which can have a brightness of up to 4,000 nits. We were talking about 1,000 nits for nits. Samsung. Fourth, up to 4,000 nits. And yet still offer that great depth the and incredible black levels. Mm. They had a great demo on the stand where they had a conventional TV next to this prototype. And it is a prototype. This isn't in their sure. latest 2016 right. TVs. Yep. Probably 2017 we might see it. But... They had the, the, the difference between the conventional TV, which looked good, and the, the backlight master drive was unbelievable. Yeah. But then that just to demonstrate how 
it, how it can it can block off parts of the screen and still have colour, no colour seepage, no light seepage. They had that the scene again, but the middle of the screen was just a big black and white blurred square so that oh. you could see all the colour really brilliantly around the edges, but then the very sharp corners of the grey box just to show in real time that, yes, we can block off parts of the screen and have great colour right next to bright white. So very impressed with, with that. Um, there was a few people walking through that section of the booth. I think it was very interesting. I did uh, note, too, at the back of the stand, the they did have a demo area for the PlayStation VR. Yeah. Massive crowds there. Oh, you mate, you waiting an hour and a half. You wouldn't wait. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a very, very long wait. Um, the other product I wanted to mention before you go to your next, if, uh, if we can, is the mobile HD projector. Now, this is a... It's a, it's the shape of a smartphone. It's actually I put it next to this six plus. It's actually smaller in in width and and and, and length than a than an iPhone. Slightly thicker than an iPhone. Yeah. But this is a HD projector. It is nineteen twenty by seven twenty autofocus. Yeah. So you can connect it to your television. You can connect it to a camera. Uh, sorry, you can connect to your phone. Whatever wherever your content's coming from. It's got HDMI, USB. But it's got autofocus. It's smaller than your phone, but can yeah. project up to 120-inch picture, what? which is uh, very impressive. And it's out now, actually. It was announced late in Australia. It is in the market in the U.S., but I actually got my hands on it today and was very impressed. It's 350 U.S., so call that 500 in Australia, a projector you can carry in your pocket I'll call if it you're a traveller. There you go. Has the dollar dropped again, has it? It just doesn't yeah. feel right. It's yeah. 500. But amazing. I, th- I was thinking about this. The, remember the Pico projector? It's got to be like 2007, 2008 little yeah. thing. Yeah. And that was amazing. Not very good quality, though. No, not great quality. Yeah. But it was, it was that first run into it. And you realise now we've got Lenovo with in, the, in, their, in their tablets. It's, we are actually starting to see the, the micro projection being a genuine thing. Uh, it, it genuinely is. And I think Sony might be onto something with that one. Absolutely. Yeah. It's the, the model number is the MPCL1. And I will be looking further into that. Keen to get my hands on one to test out. All right. We'll check it out. It'll be at uh, techguide.com.au. Now we, um, we sit here in the uh, North Hall. Uh, show's still open, so it's only just gone 5 o'clock, another hour, I think, open till 6. So uh, an hour to go at the show, but uh, there's plenty happening at CES 2016. And we do it all thanks to the good people at Netgear, their Arlo security system with HD cameras. Stay connected to what matters. Arlo keeps track of the people and places you care about in most brilliant HD. Provides live viewing for your smartphone and sends notification alerts straight to you when motion is detected. Place Arlo cameras in hard-to-reach places, indoors, outdoors, and watch over your home from anywhere. One system, endless possibilities. Uh, it's an absolutely fantastic little little kit to have. I've got the, them at home, and it's uh, nice to have when you're overseas because you wonder who, who's, who's walking in your office, who's walking through the front door. Uh, at times that you, you don't expect it, you get a little alert, and you can watch the video. They've got every angle covered. Netgear Arlo. Check it out at netgear.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Well, I had a look today at the Alcatel One Touch stand. Alcatel One Touch and TCL are in one big stand. Well, because 
TCL actually owns Alcatel One Touch. And I was, I've got to say, I was very impressed by the range of products that Alcatel One Touch are going to be bringing out in 2016, uh, and also a, a TCL television, which we'll talk about a little bit later. But I did get a sneak peek, though, at a smartphone that is coming. Wasn't on the stand. Mm-hmm. Had a look at a prototype from our mate Sam Skontos. Yeah. He had it in his pocket. <laughs> the Alcatel One Touch X1, yes. which is a super AMOLED display. Nice Five thing. inch. Bright. It's a, a gorgeous little phone. Uh, it's got glass edging, uh, glass front and back, metal frame, uh, five inch screen, I think around seven point something millimetres thick mm. and a very, very impressive phone that'll be well under $400. Mobile World Congress? Uh, I'd say you'll see that and we'll see probably the uh, Idol 4 uh, at Mobile World Congress next month. Yeah, no, the Idol, Idol 4 is a, a guarantee for Mobile World Congress. Yeah. Just running about the so uh, the X1 is, you, will probably be seen there, but we did get a sneak peek at it today, and wow, very impressive little device. But uh, they did pre-announce a couple of products. I don't know whether you heard or saw them today or beforehand, the, hmm. the Pixie range, the Pixie 4. Yep, Pixie they, 4 looks the, nice. The, uh, the little phablets. Yeah. Did you see the 6-inch and the 7-inch? There's a 7-inch phablet. It yeah. can make calls. Yeah. Um, I like the one I liked was the the Go Play, yeah. The waterproof, shockproof, dustproof, hundred ninety nine bucks. That thing will go very well for them. Remember, remember we talked about this a few yeah. a month ago. Number three phone uh, seller in Australia, right? Yeah. Oh, mate, he's a smart bloke, right? Because he goes, I, I'm happy in my market space. I'm happy down here at the bottom end. Let's well, just be honest. Let's let's th- let's consider why they're in that market space because there's no such thing as a three hundred dollar iPhone, and everyone wants a Samsung phone that costs nine hundred uh, or over a thousand dollars. Yeah. So th- that that's why he's uh, he's had such so but much that, luck. That but phone, you think that about the, cool the marketing phone. that went into yeah. the Samsung Galaxy S five with all that waterproof Australian lifestyle, yeah. mate. That thing on the beach, that thing by the Barbie, <laughs> that thing you put another thing on. It's a tradies, and then the next year they didn't have Not a waterproof. waterproof. Hello. But uh, so be, you know, I think that's a, that's that's a. I big agree. Thing. And do you see the watch that came with it too? The, yes. what, the companion watch. It's yes. a smart watch too. You smart know? watch. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, uh, it's it's running the same Alcatel software that they had at Mobile World Congress last year. Yeah, on their smart watch. It's not yeah. brilliant, but it's 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 improved. Right. It's much more responsive than it was. Does the trick? Twelve months ago. Does the trick? And for young users who are you know out the beach and out and about and doing stuff, that I think that is a that'll be a popular device. Bottom line, the Alcatel One Touch range uh, from zero to to two hundred dollars, let alone zero to three fifty odd, is sensational for the value you get. Yep. Uh, if you're buying a second or a first mobile phone, whatever it is, you have to consider them. I, I just I just think you need to see the product to understand it. Mm. And there, you, it's good you you hold the Pixie and then you hold. Uh, the Go Play or something, yeah, you can the see the star. difference in yeah. the, score- in oh, the screen. Can. Yeah, notice right. too they've got physical home buttons again on their phones. Oh, this a lot of them yeah, got physical. Yeah. The X One has got a physical home button yeah, as that's well. True. Um, one of the others, and just just sort of in general, I think Alcatel One Touch are in such a good position because you, you think about it when th- there's no such thing as I said, there's no such thing as a three hundred dollar iPhone. So if you want an iPhone, you have to pay the dollars. But if you're an Android user and you're looking at it's a much, obviously a much more open system, a lot more manufacturers running Android. You look at an Alcatel One Touch device. You maybe look at a HTC or a Samsung, and you look at the prices. And 
the Alcatel One Touch isn't three times worse than an, than a Samsung S6, or I should say the S6 isn't three times better than say an Idol Three. So Alcatel are in a really strong position here, and you got, you got to remember they've got a company that they're they're a sort of company that start to finish manufacture every single part of their products. Yeah. So they've got that ability to manufacture everything in house and thereby save costs, pass it on to the customer. Um, another another one I liked was the Pop Star. Did you see that that phone that lets you design yeah. your own yeah, yeah, back yeah. cover? And they had a wooden back cover, a leather back cover. So that's got the Moto fans covered. The leather back covered like the LG G4, and there's a denim cover and all kinds of different textures. Oh, I, like, I like the wooden ones. They had wooden ones, yeah. and, they look great. and it's kind of um, Moto Maker style. You know, the, the idea there is that you might be. They might even be able to introduce that style thing where you just go to a website and you choose and plan. There's, I, I have good feelings about Alcatel One Touch moving forward because they're, they're realistic. And we've, we've talked about and quoted several times years ago when the Sony released the PlayStation smartphone, they, they said to us both, uh, we want to be number three. Uh, well, yeah. Well, cooey. I mean, what's happening? Yeah. Because it was aggressive. It was, it was, it was trying to be number three via, via the top down. Yeah. Mate, Alcatel One Touch is number three from the bottom, and they, if they're smart, they'll yeah. keep going up. So. Absolutely right. Did you want to mention that that TV you saw yeah, there? Because I saw that. Was unbelievable. Yeah. Well, I think for one, I think that you might have been interested in is the Care Time Watch. Did you see the watch with the two G SIM card in it? Yes, but it's not coming to Australia, and it really frustrates well, me. Well, if if they develop a three G version, if they it will. Three G. So and you, you, we've we've talked about this. I think in my first CS, I was blown away by some of those you know uh, yeah. tracker style kids watches that have SIM cards in them, and they're never going to come to Australia because they're all two G SIM cards. Alcatel One Touch have a very good, very colourful, nice little thing, but it's only. 2G, Sam basically needs the pressure of the Australian public to say, I want that thing. Well, isn't it 2G network gets cut off at the end of this that's, year, doesn't it? That's why he can't bring it into the country, because yeah, yeah. they're all being cut off. So yeah. hopefully the pressure from the public and the, yeah. the conversations that are had will put pressure on his executive. Simple solution, mate. Make, Make a, a 3G, 3G one. Yeah, well, it's not that simple, mate. They've yeah. they got to build it. But as got, I said to him, hasn't Sam Scontos got that much pull at Alcatel well, One Touch? You just mentioned, and I said to him, I said, mate, pretty sure you've got factory, you know, start yeah. to finish. So we'll Hello. see what happens. Well, uh, yeah, the product that you uh, that we alluded to, that you alluded to a second ago, the XS. Now, uh, this is a 17.3-inch Android tablet. Now, before you fall off your chair and go, What? What? <laughs> Why the hell will you need a product By like this? By the way, spelt X-E-S-S. I'm yeah. not going to just, you know, <laughs> just going to put that out there. Okay. Well, I think it's a clever a clever name because it uh, does take a bit of license with the English language, but it does kind of give you a feeling of excess. You've got a big tablet. But this, at first, I'm thinking, wow, what is this? And it's got a handle. It's got an adjustable stand. It's got this massive screen. It's full HD, 1920 by 1080 screen, 9.1 millimeters thick. When I first saw it, it actually had a smart cover on it. Right. So there was a cover on the front of it, like a, a lid on the screen, and then it turned it into a giant clock screensaver. You know, like the LG circle that, no, covers? No, I, yeah, I saw the same thing. We videoed yeah. it. It looked fantastic. Yeah. So that, that, was, that was impressive. I didn't realize it was a smart cover. Originally. But here's this, right? I'm thinking... Wow, after I got over the initial shock of the size of it, yep. I'm talking about the tablet now, okay. We, uh, <laughs> I'm thinking, you know what, this has got a lot of uses, and they had a few of them around. It's great, I reckon, for kids. So educational purposes, they can write on the screen. Uh, if you're viewing something, you might want to carry it into the kitchen, stream some TV, maybe look at some recipes or something on, the, on a web browser. Yep. You, can, uh, you can also set it up with a Bluetooth keyboard and mouse, because there is a USB port that pops out the back pops of the, the back, device. Yeah. And so there you go. Like, how many convertible desktop computers and tablets are there? 
this is one of them. Well, that's, this will be that's one right. of them. And you know what? This is. Um, I was thinking about the kitchen. You know, yeah. lot, it, back in the day, uh, when flat screens first started coming out, the small ones, people put TVs in the kitchen. I'm not sure whether it's as common as it's, it, it's, it was at one point, but I see people with Netflix and the like taking this 17-inch tablet thing, stick <laughs> it in the kitchen, yeah. you're watching your Netflix show. Then you put it, put it back where it goes, and then you take it out. You go on holidays. That's what you take. It, it has a lot of potential for, for content consumption. Mm. It's just, it's just a tough sell, I think. Yeah, I think you know, if they get the price right, and, and well, they what, what do you do, reckon is the right price? Well, I reckon if they can get it sub a thousand dollars, I reckon it's a, it's, it'll run out the door. Oh no! Well, so I said, I said if to it's myself, nine ninety nine. <clears throat> good. What do you think? I've got to be honest. I was thinking sub sub a thousand. I mean, I'd like, I'd like to think eight ninety nine. Eight ninety nine, or mate, that's even better. <clears throat> Can, can they do it though? But can yeah, they do it exactly? It's us talking. It's just talk. Us talking. Two blokes talking. Shit here. Yeah. Well, but um, they're they're the sort of company that we mentioned earlier. They do it end to end. If if anyone could do it, they can. Well, you think about you buy you buy a uh, the the iPad Pro. You, you're not going to get much change from thirteen hundred dollars, and it's a smaller screen. We're all talking right. seventeen-inch tablet. I know, so. I know. You'll read about all these things at uh, techguide.com.au and some of them at eftm.com.au. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. What have I missed? You, uh, I wanted to talk about the TCL customizable TV. Then you, oh, then you went no. on to something else. No, you just cut me off, mate. You oh. cut me off. Well, I'll just I'll cover it really quickly before we talk Ken about Belkin. Jibber, can we, we, yeah, Lincoln. Jeez, listen to me. <laughs> well, here. I mentioned earlier the I'll TCL. I'll just sit over here and look out there. Oh, I'm still on. Yeah, you're just the button presser, mate. <laughs> just, just sit there for a moment, will you? TCL he owns Alcatel One Touch, and one little one. This won't take long at all. One little TV <laughs> that caught my eye. They had a plenty of t- little TV. Yeah, well, it, it's they've got heaps of TVs on the stand. A lot of curved TVs. Very impressive. But one that really impressed me was the X1. Now, this is. The first I've ever seen, anyway, a customizable television. You design it's, it yourself. It's, it's Moto Maker for TVs. Well, you think about it. You pick your stand. And this one had like a, uh, not Frank Gehry, who designs all that famous furniture, but, you know, someone had designed like a, a teepee-style pyramid bloody stand for it, yeah. and then this beautiful speaker system at the bottom. It was, oh, it was, it was well, magnificent you to can look choose, at. You can choose the bezel... Um, whether it's silver or black or plain, you can also choose the, what the speaker looks like. You can choose the type of material that runs along the bottom, the style and the height of the speaker stand. You know where I reckon that is legitimately a thing here? Think about big countries, right? Let's say, uh, not, Harvey Norman's not going to do it, but let's say there's a big retailer in America, let's say, that yeah. thinks they're going to pick that up. They go, we want a TV that's exclusive to us globally. And they go, here's what we want it to look like. And they make that. And that's the TV they sell. I mean, that's basically what they're saying is we manufacture end-to-end. So it's, they're saying, <laughs> we, we've got the ability to make something that you want. Mm. So it's, it's very impressive. Rather than think what people want, let them choose what they want. Think what people want. That's what Apple does. Well, exactly right. And people But isn't it interesting, it, right? Yeah. Apple don't do focus groups and stuff. No, they're not at CES either. But was Sam one of the people today that said to me, you know, we, we've done research and it says this and that. You know, different people approach things different way. I mean, I, yeah. it's, it's yet to be proven, but it was a very nice TV. Did you get a photo of it? I did. Have you tweeted it? Not yet. He will tweet it, won't you, mate? I will. Stephen Fennick, at Stephen Fennick, PH, all that. Um, I won't play a jingle again because I feel like that's, that's yeah. over, overbearing for people. <laughs> um, we've both now had uh, tours of the Belkin Lynx's set up at, uh, at CES. 
Very impressive new router from Lynx. It's an AC5400, and they've done it. They've done a thing. The thing about these AC5400, 1900, and all that is, what does it mean? What does it? What does it matter? And and it's it's to try and demonstrate to people that the, the bigger that number, the more throughput the the, the router can handle. Yeah. And what they did was set up 20 TVs, each of them watching 4K content from a local drive being routed to them through that router. Impressive. Very smart. I like to call that uh, the AC5400 the uh, the spider. Like they, they like. <laughs> <laughs> they gave it to me to hold in my hand. They, they did that to you. They, they said, here, I feel the weight of these things. So there's a lot of guts in it. And uh, I immediately turned it upside down and sat it on its eight antennas. So you should have called it the I'm spider. I'm going to go up and do a stop motion. <laughs> have a little spider, spider crawling That's around. a good idea. On the back, there's also eight Ethernet ports, not four. So there's the eight eyes that's of the spider. Actually, oh, I didn't know that. I didn't look at the back. Eight ports. It's a very good point. That's a, My router is, I've got a little uh, switch next to my router. Yeah, well, that's exactly right. So have I. Yeah. So there's eight out of the box. Now the uh, 5400 is the combined throughput of the th- of the three bands. So there's one, two point four, two fives. So the higher that number, the more the more data speed you're getting through each of those streams. Uh, and at 54 megabits per second combined, that is now the highest. Mm. And uh, the, the and they've got a, it's they've the got highest a, on the market. I said for how many days? Yeah. Because you know what it's like with routers. Absolutely, it's the absolutely. But the, what I like though is they've got uh, a whole range of uh, different price points like that. When that comes out in Australia, it's going to be five hundred and forty-nine mm. bucks, and it's only a router. Like the yeah. Taipan is the same price or similar price, it's and an that's ADS. a modem and router. Yeah. So they've got others at uh, other modem route, other routers at different price points. Uh, but what I quite like too, did you see the smart Wi-Fi app that? The, yes, it's very the, the good. Dash, it's a system that, say, for example, your router falls over for some reason, there's no longer a connection to the internet, yeah. it sends you a notification to say, your router has been disconnected. Well, normally, my, my notification is one of my kids saying, Dad, the internet's not working. More importantly, <laughs> you can disconnect your kids. Yeah. You can kick them off via well, the that's, app. That's the whole part of that whole man, the, uh, the management of your network, which is... Uh, and, and what I like, too, is that if you are disconnected, it takes you through steps to say, okay, restart it, do this, do that. So you're kind of trying to self-troubleshoot it yourself. Mm. And then if it reaches that point where you need help, then you've got three-year warranty and three-year customer service to call someone and be, have, have someone which is, help you. Which is backing your product. Yeah, I think the impression I got from Belkin was that yeah, you know, we want to make this as simple as possible for people to connect it and get it working and everything working how it should. It just has to work, which is something that we used to say about Apple products. If if other companies can say the same thing about their products, I think they're on their way. All right, and um, at Belkin, they were they they've still got the True Clear um, screen protector stuff going on. That will actually expand a bit this year. You finally got one on, my, did you? I got mine done. You didn't want one last time I asked you well, about I did it last year. I did it. I did it last year and then peeled it off though, a couple of months later. Oh, but right, I'm okay. trying again now. My, <laughs> other, my phone's Excuse new year's resolution to be protected. The, um, uh, my understanding is that'll that'll expand through a few more retailers this yep. year, which will be good. Um, and that's a system where you get actually someone in store applies the screen protector for you, which yeah. is a very big difference to putting it on yourself because there ain't no bubbles in it. Yeah, well, how many times... Like, oh, that's the reason I don't have a screen protector, so I'm thinking, I just can't put it on properly. Yeah, I can't yeah. put it on properly. And, th- and there's I, I two problems. Bother. You might be very good at putting it on, but you get it, the misaligned, so it's on an angle. This thing makes sure it's aligned. It's and unbelievable. There's a system. speck of dust under there, too. But interestingly, they've got thing. a massive range of USB-C accessories. Absolutely. Very good segue. 
Trevor. Very good segue. I think it's a, this, at this show, USB-C is obviously going to be important because we're seeing the first monitors. We're seeing, well, yeah, the MacBook's already got a USB-C. The Nexus, new Nexus phones have got USB-C connections as well. My understanding, too, is in Europe, there's been a law passed where all devices must have a standard connector by 2017, and USB-C seems to be... Well, that's already that, in place. How's that going to, what's, how's that going to play with the but, lightning connector? No, then? but it's already in place. Uh, in, in, in England, micro-USB is the standard, and Apple stores must stock, and I think they might actually provide the micro-USB to lightning converter. Aha. So, yeah, no, I, I think it's interesting, and a lot of people are hearing USB-C and are not quite understanding its versatility. Like it's Yeah, it's that's the problem. Is data, it has, it's, everything. It's, it's, being, it's being kind of tarred with the MacBook brush. Which is a weird thing to say, given a MacBook is a great program, but it it's not a great thing on the MacBook because it's one port. It's a, it's a specific use case. USB C is Thunderbolt. It's every it's it's everything. It's everything. So we're talking up to hundred watts of power, ten gigabits per second data, four K video. There, there are mo- monitors audio. that you can power using USB from your laptop to the monitor. Oh. So this is the thing. You don't actually need a second PowerPoint plugged in. And there will be a point, too, where if you uh, say we're both using Android devices or smartphones with USB-C connectors, yep. I'll be able to give you power from my phone. Oh, thanks, Isn't mate. Isn't that nice? But would you actually do that? that? I would do that, mate. Would if you, mate? I've got thanks, plenty mate. to spare. If I haven't, I'd <laughs> say tough, tough. If I said I'm at 1%, and, I, and, you're, have, and, you're, and you're at, you're at 18. Oh, yeah, oh, I knew it. I knew plus. you were sub 20 mate, out. If, if, under 20, like I'm using an iPhone today. So it, once it goes in the red zone, mate, Low it's power panic, mode, panic stations. You, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't give me 2% off oh, your I might shout you a couple of percent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, you shouted me a drink today, so this, absolutely I would. This, ladies mate. and gentlemen, is a, a soft sad, drink, soft drink I should say. Oh, yeah, cheers, mate. No worries. Just, you know, send someone out to get it for you. Pay for it. But yeah, well, you've got, you got 15 people here on your staff, mate. It's, oh, at least mate. one of them can buy me a drink. Yeah, we're churning out a lot yeah, of content, mate. Absolutely. EFTM.com.au. Absolutely. Yeah, EFTM nice, nice plug. It's good that you can see your sign from miles away, too, mate. Yeah, that's important. But just back, back on the USB-C subject, yeah. um, I, Belkin have got a section on their website that, are, that has – it's a little bit of an educator. So you, you, can, you can help – you can sort of get to understand what USB-C is. So you, you can pick the products you've got, the other products you've got, how they can be connected, what sort of uh, uh, connection you need. Because you've got to remember, these these have little chipsets built into them, so they've got to, they've got to be able to d- detect what, what it's being connected to at right. either end. It's, so it's a smart cable. It is absolutely right. And I think what, this is going to take a little while, this this move across. But naturally, Belkin have got lots of adapters to, to, uh, to sell as well. Yeah. Well, um, was there anything else major at Yeah, Belgium? they had a lot of charging products. Like, you know, did you see those products that, you know how when you, when you go out you need a cable to maybe connect yep. your battery to your phone? Yep. Um, and a lot of the cables, they had a range there where for, designed for women to carry them around on their key rings. Did you see yeah, those? they're not coming to Australia. That was really Are disappointing. They? No. Oh, I took photos It's actually of a very good then. idea, right? It's so, yeah. so imagine a, you know, a key, key ring clip. You clip it on the side of your, your handbag. But it's like leather tassels, right? So yeah. it just looks like an accessory. But inside it is a USB cable just neatly there. Two ends, you know. It could USB, be lightning, USB could be micro USB. Yeah. And it's your way of... Char- I mean, it's very smart. And they had, a, they had a, one of the ends was sort of made of metal and it was like a, just, a USB that swung out. It was they more just don't than reckon muscular. Australia's ready for it. Oh, mate, we, can, we need to charge our gear up as, just as much as everyone it's else. It's just not so, enough of us, you know, mate. But no, I think that uh, what I quite like, they had, did you see that product they had there for education, That um, the Stage Pro? Did you see that little stand where you can connect your iPhone or iPad 
and with one other connection, it connects to your television. So you can do little demonstrations, and with the app that you download onto your iOS device, yeah. you can draw arrows and, and sort of give like a presentation, yeah. an interactive presentation. Uh, so whatever's on your screen, you can project onto a TV. Uh, it's like, like right. an overhead projector yeah, yeah. for an iPad, which I think if you know giving seminars or whatever, if you're a teacher or whatever, really handy little product, the uh, Stage Pro. All right, you can read about some of those things and many more at techguide.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Uh, well, we did... Uh, <laughs> well, I've lost track of the, of the podcast here, uh, mate. Well, I read a very interesting article on your website. Yes, yes, you did. About uh, beauty products. Well, we did mention one of them. Uh, I won't go over the hair max again, which is... Uh, I, I did mention in, in my story, my roundup of the, the and health And we won't talk about the products. other one we witnessed on YouTube prior to uh, coming on air. <laughs> no, no. Wow! Uh, no, we'll have to do a... We'll have to do a... We an, may need an uncut version, uncut of, the version of the show. For yeah. people to, if you want to know, tweet me, ziggy-zaggy the hashtag, at Trevor Long, <laughs> at Stephen Fennick with a PH. I will tell you, I'll send you a yeah. link to the product. It's not... X-rated. It's just a little bit, woo-hoo-hoo, a bit out there. But uh, <laughs> products that aren't out there, Trev, these, uh, this little uh, roundup, I did a, I, I, at CES unveiled so many products to write about, I thought, I'm going to group them together. Some health products, beauty and fitness products. The first one being Sculpt Chisel, which yep. is a, and you, you, you'd be using this too, mate, in the gym <clears throat> when you're there. Mm. You can use this little device. It's a bioimpedance device that you can put above every muscle to measure fat content and the muscle quality. Yeah, I, um, I have an issue. Um, <laughs> you need, mu- you need muscles to use yeah, it. I is don't that right? believe that the sensors go deep enough to find <laughs> my muscles. I'm yeah, self-insulated, right. remember? They, they, said that, they, they said that you have got a six-pack. It's just at the back of the fridge. Is that <laughs> right? That's right. <laughs> so I call it self-insulation. There you go. Yeah, well, this, this device then links with an app that tells you and gives you advice on how to reach your goal or how to, how to train to reach that fit. You know, people, that they, they're fitness fanatics and gym junkies and want to sort of achieve that look. This allows them to do it. One other product is, that you know, this is a sort of serious topic here where a lot of people live in pain. They've got chronic pain. Yeah. And rather than taking, uh, obviously they can take drugs yep. and, and be you know, in a stupor all day. Yeah, because every are, drug has a side effect. Absolutely right. But there are drug-free solutions and technology can bring that. And there's a product called Quell which allows you to wear this band across uh, your calf muscle and it then generates a signal. So it uses this optotherapy technology and it stimulates the nerves and carries these pulses to your brain that trigger your body. So your body's got a natural pain relief response. So by triggering that response using this device, it helps relieve the pain. So rather than you having to be drugged up all the time, you can use the quill. Um, the other, the other product, the, the last one I'll mention is a, a sleep product. So it's called the Sleep Ion. Now, good sleep is the key to good health. As you know, Absolutely, Trevor, yeah. you've been yawning for the last twenty minutes. You haven't had a good sleep yourself, so maybe this is good for you. Okay, I wasn't going to mention the yawn, but I couldn't help it, mate. The Sleep Very Ion. Day. <laughs> the Sleep Ion has does three well, things. You may have been out late. First, it t- uses it resonates soft and natural sounds, so it gives you the impression that you are still in a prenatal environment. Like oh. you're, you're in your mother's womb still. So that, that gives you that sick kind of I don't want that feeling. So you have, it sort of I gives you... I love the mother, even, but no. <laughs> but it sort of, it, it, gives, it's, it gives off breathing noises. So that did you, did you, you really soothed. say a prenatal feeling? A prenatal environment. That's woken me up it, faster <laughs> than that other product we won't mention. <laughs> 
Secondly, it can imitate moonlight, and that helps you with your biological rhythm. So if you see, oh, a bit I can of imitate moonlight. moonlight too. Hang on a minute, I'll show you. Ready? <laughs> and there you there go. There you go. Yeah, that's more right, sunlight, yeah, no, mate. No, that's sunlight. It's too mate, bright. It's white. It's the iPhone. And uh, lastly, uh, <laughs> yeah. it also gives off a, a natural scent. You can have a, uh, a a scent where you can it, it, combining that sort of it, it creates this fragrance of sort of a natural material. So like the smell of the forest or the beach or something like that. That was all anything, these combined. Can you explain to me how any of this? Well, it has me- something to do with CES. It's meant to stimulate la, your senses. That other product we won't mention. Yes. Well, this this product's meant to have sort of a combination effect where what is this? Your the mind, body, and soul are, show? A soothing to sleep. Is there another hall for that? <laughs> Did you stumble across the in, wrong no, convention? This was in CES Unveiled. You were there, Trevor. You were there. I avoided the anything. rest of those uh, products that I've written about. You can find them where, Trevor? Techguide.com.au. <laughs> Talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. So, the we talked about the 360 Fly before. Um, great camera, um, 360 degree videos. You went out in your kayak with it. I um, I went out in a boat in the harbour. You know, it's just beautiful video. I've done a few videos here in Vegas, and the response to them on Facebook is amazing. People just blown away by this 360 degree concept. Yep. And we knew that it was going to be big as soon as we saw virtual reality set aside as an area here. There are excuse me, a couple of 360-degree cameras here, but the 360 flies, they've released an update, which will be available in Australia around April. Um, uh, they reckon around $750, 790 uh, The existing one is 650 So it's only $100 more, um, but it's 4K. Now, I had a look at this this afternoon. You did as well. Yep. It looks almost identical it, yeah, to, to, the, to the old one. Yep. Um, they've got it on the booth. The, the, the vision is amazing. Um, I really think this is quite an interesting product because it sounds to me like the roadmap up to Christmas means that Christmas is going to be a big time for this this category, you know? Absolutely. 360-degree recording. It's one of many here. Of Absolutely, yeah. that's right. And and the thing is, these guys have now created software technology within the new one that is smart enough to try and predict what you want. So they actually, as well as recording a 360-degree video, it can output a intelligent video that they believe is what you want people to watch. Yeah. So you don't have to do the watch. So rather than you guiding them through that. Correct. And so it uses, it just goes, there's people moving over there. We'll, we'll I'll look there now, there's people moving here, I'll look there. And so it actually creates a video. Yeah. Plus, the new one you can point forward and actually use it as a point of view camera and just film a 4K 16 by 9 video. So they've put a lot of thought into that. Yeah. And then they've created one that, that clips into a, a helmet. So a motorbike rider can have it on his helmet, no dramas, no big appendage coming out. Um, and they're also talking about, I mean, things like car companies putting them on cars as not only a 360-degree camera, but the ability to detect things. So a motorcyclist can say there's a car coming up behind you quite fast. There can be yeah. alerts in your ears or something. Absolutely. It's really interesting that it's not just about these fun little touristy videos. It's about a whole other world of um, what technology yeah. can see uh, well, from a 360 camera. That was one of the things that we mentioned on our, in our reviews, that the quality wasn't quite there with the first one. Now they've gone from being barely HD now to 4K. That's a solid jump in a, in a matter of months. Yeah, it is. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing this. I, I'm a fan of the product. I've got to say, I really enjoyed it. And, I, and, I, and it was the sort of product that made you think, how can I use this? Where else can I use this? And yeah. that, that's a great indication for you to want to use the product in many different ways. Absolutely. So it's a good sell whether you're, you're in your action, you know, you're, a, you're an action man out on the kayak or surfing or skateboarding, whatever you're doing. But also if you want to take it and just to capture beautiful scenery, you yeah. 
can do it in 360 degrees. So uh, uh, you were doing that very thing here yesterday at the show, carrying the be- capturing the beautiful the scenery <laughs> of uh, of the of Are you CES. calling yourself beautiful scenery, Stephen? Well, I was in that video, so yeah, technically yeah. yes. All oh, right, <laughs> all right. You've been listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech here at CES. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. And Stephen, uh, time is against us, so uh, we've got a lot more to talk about. We should do that again, like most likely tomorrow on day three. Absolutely. Um, uh, I'll have a bit more time on the show floor. Where are you going to go tomorrow? I'm going to try. I've got a. I'm going to look at the GoPro hall tomorrow. Just just a, a just to mention, GoPro now in the central hall. Yeah. Which that's a pretty big jump from where Here's they were the before. The, DJI also in the central hall. But, but DJI is also in the south hall, so they've got ah. a second thing over in the drone area. GoPro, I think they've got a pretty big hall. This GoPro. Time. They I, were on the edge of the central hall. I last have a year. feeling yeah. GoPro is also in the south hall because there's no drone at the GoPro stand here in the central hall. Right. There's no drone. I've walked there. I've been there twice. So, I've so I was expecting that to be announced here. So they haven't it done It has that? been announced, yes. Oh, right, they've announced, okay. I've, seen, I've seen announcements about it. Wow. But I've not seen the bloody thing. So it must be over in the, in the South Hall. And this is conveying to people the, the situation where this place is so bloody huge. Yeah. Uh, unless it's, you've it's seen it and something. heard about it, it's, 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 it's hard to see everything, let alone hard to see. Absolutely. And it's hard to see all the big stuff. I'm doing the South Hall tomorrow too as well. Okay, so yeah. GoPro in the morning and then South Hall most of the day. All right. Well, I'm going to go into the Venetian tomorrow, so we'll have different things to talk about, okay. hopefully. What's at the Venetian? Other, the other stuff. Park, you know, so there's a whole. Oh, that's, they've got the yeah. innovation, the innovation hall yeah, too. Yeah, it's like yeah, another right, okay, cool. five million exhibitors. Um, yep. So, yeah, lots to see, lots to do. We'll be back again tomorrow. We do it all thanks to the good people at Netgear with their Arlo smart home security cameras. If you want to know what that stupid product is, tweet us, Ziggy Zaggy, the hashtag. <laughs> I'm at Trevor Long. He is at Stephen Fennick with a PH. He is at techguide.com.au. You'll find my stuff at eftm.com.au. Stephen, see you tomorrow. See you then. <laughs>